All right, so welcome back to another episode, but this is not just any episode. This is episode 100 of Time Out with the Sports Doctor podcast. It's crazy to even say it out loud that this is the 100th episode of this podcast, uh, because I can really remember back in 2020 when I was recording uh, before I even released my first episode. And, you know, just really, you hear about so many podcasts dying in the first 10 to 15 episodes. You know, so once I made it past that, then I said, well, let's see if I can make it to 50. Then I made it to 50, completed the first year. And then, you know, really got started to pick up steam and going into that second year. And here we are just, I believe, two months shy of two months of this podcast. And we are releasing the 100th episode this week. So thank you uh, to everyone in this community. Uh, thank you to all those, you know, the day one supporters, you know who you are. And thank you for all those who joined along the way. And if, hey, if this is your first episode, uh, welcome to the Time Out with the Sports Doctor podcast community. And that's truly what it is, a community. Um, you know, because when I started this podcast, I had no social media presence at all. I've been off social media for probably five or six years. So everything that you see right now, I believe over 3,000 followers across several platforms has all been built through this podcast. So, you know, thank you for your support. You know, thank you for all the feedback. Thank you for uh, really just cheering me along, along the way. You know, I get so much feedback from people who I don't even really expect it from. They say, you know, man, that was a great episode you did. Or, you know, I really appreciate that information that you shared on Monday Mondays. And many times I'm like, wow, you listen to the podcast? I had no clue. You know, I know some people who listen week in and week out, but I'm always surprised by people who come up to me and tell me, you know, I listen to your podcast. I enjoy the information. You know, it's great work that you're doing. Just keep going. So thank you because you don't know what that means. You know, five-star reviews, feedback, whether it's positive, negative, constructive feedback, it's all very valuable and I always welcome it. So, you know, if you have not filled out the survey, go to the website, click on that survey. I'm gonna review those results. Uh, soon because the feedback that I received will help me to make new episodes. Uh, so, you know, I was just kind of reflecting over from where we started at June of 2021 to where we are um, now in April of 2023. So, you know, we started off as an audio only uh, podcast. I was recording video, but I was only using it some uh, to make some clips at first, I was even doing all audio reels and then progressed to doing, you know, video reels and then eventually to starting a YouTube channel, which is we, you know, released that in 2022. And it's a fast growing platform that, you know, able to share more content as well as shorts and reels and full episodes. So that's been a blessing. Uh, we also have a website at drderekthesportsdoctor.com. That's the single landing spot where you can get all the information about the podcast. Um, you know, in this last year, we started having sponsors. I never wanted this podcast to be about money. So I didn't just accept in the beginning, you know, you can click ads and they'll throw in any type of ad in your podcast. I didn't want to be driven by $40 you know, dollar ad or whatever it may be. I wanted to only bring things or promote things on this podcast that I believed in. So it's really more of a partnership uh, for me than a sponsorship. Uh, but we've been able to bring on uh, several partners 
and sponsors throughout this last year, which has really helped this podcast grow. And we're going to continue to do the same thing. So that's been another blessing over the last year. And now we have our bi-weekly newsletter that we send out to keep all the listeners up to date on any information that we have. And we're going to start to send out some special content to those VIP members um, that, especially with some of our sponsors, when they give us special offerings, we're going to send that right along to you. So, you know, I just want to quickly cover three C's that I've learned in these first 100 episodes. Uh, first C will be community. As I mentioned, you know, the social media platform that you see me on, you know, day after day trying to get this content out is strictly because of the podcast. I share a little bit about myself and a little bit about my family, but it's, I'd say, probably 85, 90% about this podcast. So thank you. Follow me on YouTube, uh, Instagram, Facebook, also on LinkedIn. You can find me at uh, Dr. Derek, the sports doctor. We'll put that, you know, the link's always in the show notes uh, where you can find me on social media. So thank you. And, you know, I've learned that through community, I'm uh, interacted with so many people and met people that I never would have met uh, through this podcast. So community is important. We talk a lot about mindset on this podcast and being able to surround yourself with other like-minded thinkers. This all really started for me in 2020 when I went to the Leverage and Growth um, Conference by Dr. Peter Kim, shout out to him. And I met many other entrepreneurs who were physicians. And at first I was wowed by all the different endeavors that they had going on and a little bit overwhelmed. Uh, but as I started to surround myself and hear more of the stories and connect with people, it started to show me what was possible in addition to being a physician. Uh, and that's really where this podcast kind of grew. You know, we didn't launch until 2021, um, but this, the thought of starting a podcast really started in 2020. Uh, so also collaboration, you know, just kind of building off community, but being able to collaborate with other uh, like-minded thinkers, with other podcasters, you know, have someone on the show and asking them to make recommendations. So many of my guests have been people who I had no clue even existed, but that's the power of collaboration. Uh, being able to discuss, have speakers on that are authors, uh, entrepreneurs in many different forms, from entertainers to athletes to physicians of all sorts. So I will, I stand on it and say, this is one of the most diverse podcasts that you will find. Uh, we've had speakers from age probably 21 to 94. Uh, we've had athletes, we've had physicians, we've had lawyers, we've had um, dentists, all different types of people. And it's really with the common theme of strengthening your mindset, you know, helping you grow your assets and helping you achieve whatever level of success that you wanted to achieve and however you define success for your life. And the other C that I want to leave you with is consistency. You don't get to 100 episodes uh, without being consistent. And, you know, like I mentioned, starting off at week one and just wanting to get to 10, then 20, then 30. But there's been so many times that I could have easily stepped away from this podcast. But the drive and the consistency is what's helping me produce results what's helping this podcast continue to stay on the top of the medicine division in uh, several different categories uh, as far as podcasts are concerned. So consistency on this podcast spills over into my life. Uh, there's not many things I've done 100 weeks in a row. 
you know, in life in general. I don't know if anyone can really say that they've done many things for, you know, almost 100 weeks in a row. This is the 100th episode, and every Monday, you can count on an episode being there, specifically about 3 a.m. Central Standard Time. So, you know, consistency on this podcast has helped produce results. It's helped with personal growth for me, and, you know, we're going to stick with it. I'm not here for the money, you know, not here for the fame, but we have a message that we're really trying to help spread in our community. Um, of, you can do it. If I can do it, you can do it. I'm a dreamer of sorts, um, but I always like to encourage people that you can do way more than you think you can do if you keep your mind to it. Consistency is one of the key elements of success, 100%, hands down. So we have a special episode for you today. If you've listened to any episodes, you know I always end the podcast with, oh, timeout with the sports doctor, this is your final timeout. So we're going to share with you today uh, the top 10 episodes and the final timeouts from each episode. So hopefully you will enjoy this episode. Uh, continue to give me feedback. Continue to give me that encouragement because it helps uh, with showing up each week to make sure that you have content. Hopefully that's going to be a positive impact on your life. So without further ado, let's get into this episode. Uh, Alexa Kennedy was a year ahead of me. So she finished first and I was in the second uh, black female in the country to become a nurse. What happened at Case, I was chosen alumnus of the year 40 years after I finished uh, medical school, which was quite, quite an honor. But the trip to the White House was with uh, National Council of Negro Women. Uh, and it, that was quite an honor. And then we were given an award uh, while doing that weekend by uh, Oprah Winfrey, which was quite an, uh, an experience and an honor. Uh, but I was featured in a book edited by uh, Philip Berman, I think it was. And there were all these distinguished people in it. I mean, Dalai Lama, uh, Ben Fox, uh, I mean, Jane Goodall, all these famous people and me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was the only black featured and the youngest person featured. And well, what do you I, want your legacy to be? That it was important to me to achieve, and but in, in achieving uh, a high education and notoriety, to, to learn, my grandmother used to always say, learn to... Uh, Walk with kings, but never lose the common touch. So it was important to me to always be this little nappy-headed girl from Lawrence, Mississippi, and uh, and what that means to me, and and that I have done, and um, I have uh, I have never taken for granted how richly favored I have been in this life, um, how blessed I have been, how blessed I was to have been born into the family that I that I was, uh, because I had riches far more than money growing up with my family. To me, I represent, I represent kindness and, and caring and um, wanting to, to treat other people the way I want to be treated, keeping God at the center of my life. But what advice do you give a parent who is trying to hopefully not trying to push their kid into mm -hmm. it, but trying to support their kid mm -hmm. as they, you know, chase the game that they love or whatever okay, so it might be. It could even be the arts. 
Yeah, the arts, no matter what it is. And um, my advice to be would be two points. And number one is, um, you know, always be searching, always be helping them, you know, kind of expand themselves as artists, musicians, basketball players, um, gamers, whatever it is that they're doing, because my younger son wants to be an esports guy. So, you know, um, comfort is the enemy of progress. And so I would say always be finding a way to, you know, motivate them and inspire them to leave the comfort zone, maybe sticking it for, you know, a little bit and, you know, but then it's, it's time to leave if we're going to where we want to go. Um, always remember that they're kids, one, they are children, even though, you know, even though they're taller than you right. or, you know, they, they're bigger than you or whatever, they're still kids, you know, they still need for you to hug them. They need, still need for you to tell them, you know, I love you. Um, I'm proud of you. Uh, you know, Hey, you know, I know that was a rough game, but it's all right. You know, there'll be many games and I am proud of you despite, you know, whatever happened and we need, you know, get incrementally better every day. That's our goal is to get a little better every day. And then I guess the last piece would be, you know, kind of, you know, to that point, it's, it's not going to always be easy is what I want to say. Um, you're, there will be days when you're going to need to say, Hey, look, you know what? I know we don't feel like it today and we don't have to go 110%, but we need to go. We need to go to the gym and, you know, put up 25 or whatever. It doesn't have to be full. You only have to do full sprint. We don't even have to like count. We, we just need to go and just run through the motions for 30 minutes just to do it today. And then you can come back home and you can do whatever. Um, because, you know, I was talking to my wife, we do all these things. We, you know, we have them eat food because we know it's good for them. We have them go to school. And I can't tell you how many times my kids were like, <laughs> I don't want to go to school. But we're like, right. you know what? It's about consistency. It's about always showing up. It's about, you know, continuing even when you don't want to. And those are messages and lessons you, you can use in life as an adult. Not every day are you going to want to go to work. Not every day are you going to want to, you know, if you're blessed enough, not every day you're going to want to go out and play in front of the cameras or whatever. Right. But you need to learn the habit of, you know what, this is my choice. This is my commitment. I'm committed and I'm going to be consistent. And every day I'm going to do a little. Doesn't have to be the end all be all, but it needs to be a little. So just kind of talk to an athlete who might be struggling with that. I think you have to, you know, um, assess your situation too. Like for me, I had just had my second kid. Some guy might be single and not in the relationship. It's probably different for him. So you can, you can still afford to, you know, chase that dream. So it's every situation is different, but like, I think that's the thing. That's the beauty of, that's the beauty of baseball. You know, um, is it, it's, you can go, all the way to Asia and make millions of <clears throat> and make millions of dollars. This opportunity over there, um, opposed to like, or if it don't work out in the states, then you just like, no, it's you have so many more opportunities. With um, I know that with baseball, like I know football isn't like that. Basketball mm -hmm. might be, um, but I know because it's, it's like baseball is universal, you know. Um, but yeah, I think I think you have to look at the situation. Um, if it's like, do, do you want to be in the limelight or do you want to take care of your family for the rest of your life? You know, so mm -hmm. it's because uh, obviously if you play the MLB, they they're going to be showing they're going to be shown all over the world, you know, um, 
But I mean, Korea, like they're not gonna you're not gonna you're not gonna really see a bunch of Korean baseball games on TV here. But you your pockets are getting fatter. You know what I'm saying? So it's like right. so you just you just have to I think What's the situation important? is different. Your priorities, right. Right, right. So um like for example, like one of the one of the factors, one of the reasons why I turned the, the first contract down was because my son was born. You know, because like my son was born November eleventh. I would have had to leave in January. You know, and I I just wasn't ready for that at that time. Um the situation didn't call for me to go overseas. But a few yeah. months later it was like Okay, I got two kids in diapers. You know what I'm saying? So it's right. like I probably yeah. should go make this bread real quick yeah. and I'll just come yeah. back. So um yeah, so it's just like it's just the situation it's just the um the situation changed a little bit. Well, my thought process changed a little bit. And man, you got some guys who go over there um and play four or five years, you know, and, and like make life changing money that they never would have made over here. Sure. Um so, like I said, it's just the situ- it's just, it's the situation uh, right. for a lot of people. You know, fourth quarter, down by two. You got 15 <laughs> seconds left, right? Uh-huh. You got your team in the huddle. What's the message to your team? Uh, I'm going to get the right play. I'm going to get it. Like, I'm going to win. Really just get it to me, honestly. Like, with my coach, I say, like it depends. I feel like I can't give you a pinpoint because it'd be really be like my mood and the heat of the moment. Cause like that's what more so like on the court, my emotions will come out. So it'd be like I'd be in the heat of the moment. So I have to feel it. But to think of it out top, dealing with the players I was dealing with, I'd be like certain players I had to tell to do certain things. Like, for example, like I tell him, like, make sure you set a real solid screen, cause like I'm gonna set them up. Because I'm knowing I got a good point guard, they're gonna get it to me. So it really be more so on the screen. And I tell them, boy, like all or nothing. Like here it is. Like you got 15 seconds left. It's the game. It what it is. Like we can't mess up. Like you gotta pay attention to the detail, to the smallest thing because the devil's in the detail. So we gotta make sure we ready, like focused, locked in. Once we come out this huddle, you know, then I'll be like all or nothing. Team on three, and like we'll break. To go out here and execute the play to perfection, whatever the coach called up, you know. So that's what I tell him. Let's talk about adversities, maybe that you had to overcome along the way. Oh uh, man, you know, um, you know, personal relationships. I mean, you, I mean, you know, you remember coming through school. I mean, you would think any anything that would happen, right? It's the reason why week to week you're driving to church, listening to Kurt Franklin, like you essentially have been dragged through, right. you know, dragged through hell the week before, um, and so. You know, uh, challenges, I think that, that I really do live by the motto of things could always be worse. I mean, and, and you've helped me through that. I mean, people we were together with, you know, an undergrad, Neil, Alfred, Chad, Marlon. I mean, it was a number of people, a number of friends and family who, you know, my fraternity, you know, my, my line brothers, a, a number of people who have been in my life who essentially have helped me get through those different adverse points, right? When you don't do as well on, the, on an exam, when you really think like, man, I, I'm on the edge, right? And, and having people, you know, you recognizing you're on that edge and having people around you to help pull you back. Mm-hmm. And, and so the, the, what I tell everyone, you know, you know, don't make yourself an island, right? You know, the world is a big uh, and sometimes can be a lonely place. Do whatever you can to try not to be an island. And all of us can be better about it. Uh, and, 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 and trying to, and you need uh, that support network 
um, and and work for that and, and to have it be, you know, enriched so that people can pull you back, right? When people can say, hey, man, like, you know, you're not paying attention. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And pay, it's not just paying attention at work, it's in life, right? When people are like, hey, man, how'd you miss this? So, you know, you, though, I think that's valuable. Um, and it, it, and it, it, it keeps you, again, um, it, it keeps reminding you of your choices and following your passions. And so um, that, that's what I say to that. I mean, you, you have to really, uh, and you have to have a strong, uh, strong faith. I mean, you have, you have to be willing, you know, as they say, you know, be ye not afraid. Uh, and also be comfortable praying in silence, right? And 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 essentially, you know, having that that rock uh, to to essentially go back to. Uh, so uh, for, for me, those, I mean, those are the things that I would say. Um, and if you're doing that and constantly trying to figure out as you go through challenges, what can you do uh, to help make yourself better, your environment better, uh, and help make the uh, environment around you better? Now, again, you know that that's where I. I tell people if, if, if my, uh, if the sword I'm going to fall on, uh, on success is driven by whether I'm helping others or not, uh, I will, I, I will take the blade uh, in the blood of helping others around me. Because what I've found in time is even in the midst of challenge, you have to, yes, you have to be willing to promote yourself. Yes. You have to have drive and, uh, you have to know your worth. Uh, but I, I'm one who believes that the, that your worth is driven by the value at, that you bring to others around you, uh, and the positive influence you have on them and how you contribute positively to your environment and leaving places better than you found them. You do that, it becomes very hard for the environment not to support you. Uh, and it also becomes even harder for people around you who want to hurt you uh, to be able to do so. So uh, that's been my approach, it's worked for me. Uh, and um, and um, it's a collection of all the things I've learned from people like you, people I've been around and you know, I, I'll live by it, I'll die by it. If you're enjoying this episode, don't wait to the end to share it. Share it now. Share this with a friend or a colleague that you think might find value in this information. And then also make sure that you click and leave us a five-star review and give us feedback because we really value your feedback and your input. Now back to the episode. So one thing is... Uh, being able to be a doctor. So I know that I'm all standing on the shoulders of, you know, you, Dr. Martin Luther King, my father who integrated the school systems, you know, and many people who gave their lives and bloodshed. So to see me be able to achieve the fact of being able to graduate from medical school, you know, I know that every time you get to say, Dr. Derek, you feel a lot of pride. Uh, Tell me about that. I feel a lot of pride and I really mean it to my heart that Dr. Derrick that I said to you on a day-to-day basis, even now when I call you, let me speak to Dr. Derrick in a minute. Even it's Dr. Derrick, Dr. Derrick. It's Dr. Derrick because I feel so proud of you, doctor, that you are Dr. Derrick, that you are working at this hospital, that you are getting the benefit of keeping the dream alive of Dr. Martin Luther King and the march alive of your granddaddy who marched with Dr. Martin Luther King that could see his grandson being working and holding this position, but not to stop right there. 
you know, I would like to see you, Dr. Derek, to carry the light on forward. Now, we're going to call this the light, you know, we're going to call this the light. Now, at the age of 92, somewhere down the line, Big Daddy got to get out of here. Right. I know that I'm going. I ain't ready to go right now. I ain't going to stop. But when Big Daddy leave out of here, hold your right hand up for Big Daddy want to, this, the boy, to be passed from my hand because I'm gone home to live with the Lord. It's going to be in your hand. It'll be left up to you to tell your children and your children, children, that I got the tosser in my hand and I'm going to encourage you to move on and keep the dream alive of my granddaddy and the modern king. There's the hope. So you're talking about passing the torch, symbolically passing yes, the torch. Yes, you pass. But what would you tell an, you know, an injured athlete who is in pursuit of their dream and now, boom, it seems like it's all shattered? What words of wisdom or words of advice would you give them? Yeah, of course. I would tell them, obviously, to watch my video and to see that I went through the same thing and to try to stay as mentally tough as you can and that you're going to get back to yourself again you just have to keep going and remember there's other people out there that are having it worse than you although you may think you're having it worse you're not and also when you get to that point where you're yourself again don't go into your school too cocky and don't go in too low you know just start competing with yourself not with other people and you just need to work hard every single day and just beat yourself every single day if you if you did eight reps this day you need to time yourself for nine reps if somebody else did 12 reps you can't time yourself for 13 reps. You have to beat yourself. And that's how you work and just work when nobody's watching because that's when you become dangerous. Yeah, your only competition is the person you were yesterday, right? Right. And I always tell people that, you know, don't focus on the schedule because your injury wasn't based off next year's schedule. Right. You know, your injury happened at an inopportune time. So we get you back when you're ready to compete. Yes, sir. And to focus like day to day and never look in the future, like just focus on that day, because a lot of people are like, man, what happened? What happens? Like, if I can't do this, what happens in like 30 years? If I can't do that, don't focus on that. You don't even know if you're gonna make it 30 years. Focus on today. You know, focus like you can't focus on in a week, I'll be ready. No, it's never it's never that you need to start today. You know, you got to focus on today only speak to that person who's sitting there saying this all sounds great for Dr you know, gains brewing for Dr. Burgess, but how do I do this myself? Yeah, so I would really, really encourage your community to take advantage of now. You know, now is the time and you sometimes have to just start by starting. I know that a lot of us, we keep getting ready to start. We just need to start, move forward because believe it or not, we have some amazing legislation right now uh, for cost segregation studies, bonus depreciation that are applicable for short-term rentals that are going to go away in a few years. You know, we're able to accelerate depreciation and see anywhere from 80 to 200% gross ROI on our initial investment. It goes down to 80% in 2023 and then 
60% in 2024, but this year we're able to accelerate depreciation. So a lot of you who are on the fence thinking about um, excel, you know, the fact that um, the recession, you know, appears to have accelerated, the interest rates are higher, right. but you're mm -hmm. still able to take advantage of a lot of these tax uh, benefits. And I hate to call it a loophole, but yeah, it's a short-term rental tax loophole. You're able to take advantage of that right now. And that trumps quite a bit of some of those negative, you know, reports that we're getting. So now is the time to invest, you know, you, Warren Buffett says that if you don't find a way to make money while you sleep, you will work until you die. So yeah. let's get to it. Let's get to it. And, and there's so much out there and we have a very supportive community as well. So if you want to do it, you can in fact do it. Perfect. Perfect. Well, thank you for sharing that, especially you're talking about that's before the end of 22 with the bonus depreciation for the short-term rentals. And that's specifically for short-term rentals, correct? Yeah. For short-term rentals, you get a hundred percent bonus depreciation if you can materially participate. And so material participation, it's easy to get that done before the end of the year because we're towards the end. And so ordering mm -hmm. furniture that's materially participating, and I'm not a tax advisor or anything, but I can right. just do it at a higher level. But if you jot down those hours where even you're researching property, that's considered material participation as well. And so you can get your 100 hours of material participation uh, to qualify for that 100% uh, bonus depreciation. We can accelerate that this year. And next year, it's 80%. And then the following is 60% until it phases out. But talk to us about some of the benefits, especially some of the tax benefits of investing in real estate or owning real estate. So if you own a, like a dividend in a stock, every time the company gives you a dividend, you're paying taxes on it. When you are buying into a syndication, and you get some cash flow or money, you might not pay taxes on that depending on your situation because you get the depreciation from that asset. And with apartments, you get a ton of depreciation because it's based on the components of the building. So there are 200 kitchens, 200 bathrooms, 200 toilets. It, you know, there's just so many components that you can depreciate that asset and get a huge loss. Now it's not a true loss, it's a phantom right. loss. Mm -hmm. And that phantom loss offsets the money that's coming in. And so that way you don't have to pay taxes on that. Um, some people's situation, now again, I'm not a tax accountant or a CPA right. or attorney. Disclaimer, disclaimer. Um, <laughs> disclaimer. Um, but there's a lot of strategies where you're able to legally not pay taxes on that. So just speak to the medical students or the young kids or a young professional who still has dreams and desires to go into medicine or to, you know, they're still just trying to find themselves. So just kind of give them some encouraging words of, you know, what living your dreams and pursuing your dreams can bring to you. Yeah, man. Oh, boy. You know, if I could go back and talk to myself, I would say, I would say, man, like, you know, figure out what your calling is and then don't listen to the voices that aren't willing, that aren't talking to you to invest in you. Like, obviously when you have mentors who are seeking, you know, their words are investments, but there are going to be people out there where their words are, they're trying to either discourage you, insult you. And I remember, man, I remember uh, getting online and looking at ophthalmology, seeing how competitive it is, you know, looking at the school, like what you needed for scores, what you needed for research and all that stuff is very relevant. 
but it's like, it's like, man, like sometimes I feel like we get so caught up in listening to what other people are doing, what other people are saying, we can get lost in like what, you know, Donovan wants to do or what, whoever's listening, what you really want to do. And to me, I think that being able to block out the, the voices that aren't willing to invest in you and, and actually go after what you desire and what you feel like God or whoever you believe in is calling you to do. I think that's the most important thing because you're going to get a lot of opinions. You're going to get a lot right. of people saying this and that, but man, you know, and, and, and I know you experienced it, you know, you had to, you had to kind of really say, Hey, this is what I want to do. I'm going to block out what other people are telling me and go after it. And it paid off. And for me, yeah. it also paid off because I almost was like, man, I guess I'm not fed enough for ophthalmology, but then I would have missed out on my calling. And it's like, no, like whatever you have a desire to do, whatever you are, are feeling like you're being led to go after it and, and don't give up until it's simply it's until reality really comes in and says, okay, you really can't do this. But oftentimes, you know, to me, I feel like oftentimes it works out exactly the way that it was meant to. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, many times we deny ourselves access by not even trying, by Amen. listening. Man, I have so many people that I've not necessarily mentees, but I hear their stories and I'm like, I know what you have. And I know that you're cut out to do this. However, you just let this person tell you don't apply because one piece of your application wasn't perfect. And now here you are two, three, four years down the road, you know, um, and you denied yourself access just by not trying. So, I definitely want people to hear that, that, you know, never be the, you know, the person who's on trial and the judge at the same time. All you can do is what you can do, control what you can control and leave the rest to God. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, and one last thing, you know, I didn't want to live my life by what ifs. Like I didn't want to wake up 10 or 20 years down the road and say, man, what if I would have actually gone for what I felt like God was calling me to? And I mean, being a doctor, no matter what you are, you, is, is great. Even if I would right. ended up being an internal medicine doctor, that I probably or would have loved that. Surgeon, right? <laughs> oh, right, surgeon, exactly. I probably would have loved it. But but then I would have been like, man, but like, what if though? So I was like, I'm not living my life based off what ifs. I'm going after it. So I don't have any regrets at the end of my life. I said, hey, I fought past the fear and and I and I pushed through and I, and I was courageous like my great-grandfather and I went for it you know that's great thank you for continuing to support this podcast if you enjoyed this episode then please leave a five-star review and if you haven't done so subscribe so you continue to get the updated episode until later peace Listen.